0: Hey, y'all, it's Apollo Mighty, and right now I'm right here. Right now I'm right here. Today, my guest is one of my best friends in the world the photographer, the poet, the model, the fucking, you do so many things. Um, just the artistic god, my good friend, Rowan. Thank I always you. want to say your last name, but I always say it wrong. Really? I feel like Ainde. I indeed yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing with Amiro. I was like, I don't want to say your name
1: incorrectly. I actually don't know how to say Amira's last name. I I assume it's Tatum, like it's Tatum. Right. Yeah. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 actually really good. Yeah.
0: Rowan is my international friend. We met here in Chicago, but he has since relocated across the pond in London. What part of London do you live in? Because I always just be like, hey, "My friend live in London." He'd be like, "Oh, what part?"
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Southside, Southside. Oh, side. Okay. You know, for the Chicago people, um, but now yeah, Brixton, Brixton, South London, born and raised. This is literally. The bedroom that i spent the first 18 years of my life in so i am very much Yes. what's
0: up man it's good to see you it's really good to hear from you um i know you've been doing a bunch of stuff like what are you working on right now
1: yeah so actually i mean that's when when you asked how i was that's that's one of the reasons i think i'm feeling really good at the moment is because um i mean like the most the most kind of direct thing that I'm doing right now, not to speak to all of the many things that are always kind of rolling about my head, is um, I've committed to writing every day of April and sharing mm. what I write every day of April. And and it's been a really... Um, what's the word? It's it's made me feel really present with my practice, right. um, really rooted in my practice, and it has also done something to, like, I think remind me of the importance of process and not only on like final products. Um, hmm. And as a result, I feel very, yeah, I feel I feel good about it. I feel really good about it. Yeah.
0: I think that's interesting. Um, I think I mentioned to you that I have dedicated the next, I guess I'm in month two of the six months of just becoming the best writer that I could possibly become songwriting. Yeah. Um, and you using other things to kind of jumpstart that. But it's interesting what you're doing because you're agreeing to present your practice. And what I'm doing, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna write every day, but a lot of what I'm writing, I get very subconscious about that. Mm-hmm. How is that for you being able or being willing to
1: kind of lift the veil on your process? that that's been the that has been the task. You know. Mm. So I, I think, you know, I think lots of artists, lots of creators come from that same place of like you don't want to share what you're working on or what you're thinking about until until it feels polished, until it right. feels like the thing that you like, this is the thing that it needs to be. And I think recently I've just been trying to lean into that place of like one you you, you like literally, and, and this is a worn out phrase, but you only live once, and and I think to to that end, you only have an opportunity. Every day that you live is an opportunity to create and to be in a creative mode, and like that process of creating is just as important as what you end up putting out. Um, and also, you will never put out the perfect piece if you haven't made the things that aren't right. You know, right. So I think that, like, for me, I'm like lifting the lid off of that and being like less precious about what I do, and being more like, oh, I'm I'm in experimentation, I'm in play, and this play is worth sharing with people because we need to remember, all of us need to remember the importance of play and not not being so like caught up in this is this is the thing, this is the perfect thing, this is the thing that's gonna get me da 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 da. It's like nah, you know. It's all just it's right. all just stepping stones towards something that you're building.
0: I think in a world, in a time, in a society where we, a lot of us do bank on this next thing being our thing, and that's always the goal. I think the process of play and having fun can be really lost, mm. unless because you would think, you know, once you got a couple some money in the bank and you know, everything and you've had some success that your willingness to kind of go and start from scratch would be, you know, like what you want to do. But I've talked to artists who are at all different levels of quote unquote success. And that willingness to be vulnerable in the creative process is still just as hard. I think it's just an art. I think it's a human thing. And on an artistic level, it just breeds all this little anxieties, you know what i mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What is it that you're hoping to get from the process of showing people where you are in the in a given piece of work versus it like polishing it down?
1: Yeah, i mean i think that what i hope to get from that is you know it's it's a it's a, it's a very it's an interesting thing that the the way that i'm approaching it is by sharing it mm-hmm. out. But what I'm really hoping is what I hope to get back from that is a very personal thing. Mm. And what I'm hoping to get back is that I am able to respond to my work um without fear. I'm able to mm. make work without fear um and to produce from a place of um improvisation um acknowledging improvisation as a part of my workflow um and being comfortable in I think also being comfortable you you know what I'm hoping to get from it I'm hoping to 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 be comfortable being many different voices because that's Mm. the other thing because of the way that I'm writing these pieces every day and then constructing these little kind of multimedia responses is like I'm forcing myself not to take too much time over the writing itself. So mm. a lot of then of what is coming out is 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 quite embedded in my subconscious whereas like when I write with or when I'm trying to make something that is like okay I'm talking about this it it begins here it has a middle here and it ends here you're already editing in a very particular way. True. But when I'm like I right, I'm writing this is what I'm writing I'm I'm kind of trying to cancel out the voice that says oh, but are you sure you want to write about that thing? So that by the end of this month, which hopefully becomes more than a month, I will will have edited out the fear of talking in a voice that isn't my own, because all of these voices are mine. Hmm. Does that make sense? It makes
0: perfect sense. I'm curious, does the editing, well, does the fear ever help you produce what you would consider the good art for me I would always Mm -hmm. I'm always like well because I spend so much time hacking away at this part and editing this part I feel like that's what ultimately I would argue that that's ultimately what gives me some of my better products but on the other on the flip side Mm -hmm. of that the times where I just allow myself to create and just let it flow out that's been what other people have responded to the most mm. so it's, like, it's kind of it's kind of a different thing like what's the what's the what, how do you feel about that?
1: well, I mean I think that's super valid like and there's a reason that you feel like that that any of us feel like that because editing is an important part of the process you know it's not always about putting everything out there and just being like, yeah, this is what I did because also we have standards that we want to arrive at. So, like, I also want to acknowledge the fact that I feel comfortable putting things out because I am confident in my ability to write in this way. Mm, so, true. like, it, it, you know, I'm not going to... Like, I'm not going to bullshit and be like, yeah, I'm just... Nah, like, I know what I can do, and I feel comfortable pushing myself to that limit because I have a, a level of... um appreciation for what what my capacity is as a writer and as a as an artist but i do think um i do think that there's something to be said for giving space for people to see that process but also not feeling like these things are completed pieces they're still drafts and the edited version will still find its way out into the world as that perfect polished thing at some point. Right. And maybe you'll see some of the same words and you'll hear some of the same, um, you know, you'll see some of the same visuals or like those things will be like, oh, I remember that from something, but like what you end up seeing as the piece when I sit down to make something that will be in a gallery or will be in a, you know, in a, in a film space will be a much different thing to what, mm-hmm. to what comes out over these kind of, just these daily um, sharings.
0: You know, From ever since I've known you, I've always said that you're one of the most confident people that I know, like in my life period. And I mean, of course, like we've had conversations, so I know like the ebbs and flows of that, but you always present yourself in a very confident way. How do you maintain that level of confidence within yourself And how do you keep it from ever bordering on the edge of cockiness? Because at the same time, the reason I'm able to use the adjective of confident with you is because you never come off like arrogant and you Mm. never present yourself as boastful. It's just like this really like mature
1: sense of self. How do you maintain that? Uh, Firstly, I appreciate that. I mean, I know you've said that before, so it's not like, but I think, I think whenever I hear that, um, I, I feel deep gratitude also for 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 the people I love seeing me um, and seeing me in a way that isn't, um, you know, is is in the way that I would hope to be seen. Um, and I think that's part of the. Obviously, one has to come before the other, but I think that's part of the the ability to to maintain that. I think my confidence comes from surrounding myself with people who see me and allow me to feel seen. Um, That, obviously, even the, the awareness to do that, there has to be something that precedes the awareness of surrounding yourself with those people. But I think, when I think about how you've known me over the last four or five, Five, uh, four, four years. Is it it's only been four. Hour. Been four, yeah, yeah. Because I was in Chicago for three, and now I've been away from Chicago for one. No, I now it's coming up on five. It's coming up on yeah. five. Um, but you know, when I think about how your perception of me must be rooted, it's also like having found a community of people. Um, who really love me and see me for who I am and don't have never asked anything of me other than who I am and when i say community that's also my mother you know mm. what i mean like, that, that's, that that was oh yeah
0: shout out, moms. Moms shout out to moms moms if you're if you're in a healthy relationship with your mother your mother should be can be the 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 starting point of your foundation of a good community The foundation
1: of the community, one part. 100%, 100%. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you met my mom, and, you know, she still talks about you, and she still talks about the community that you built when we did that show in the bike shop in Hyde Park. And, like, I think... Yeah, yeah, I think it yeah, it definitely does and can and, and is an important starting point of how you build your community and, and how you feel rooted in who you are. If you have a if you have a mother or parents you just um, give you that space to to be and function and I think that that is where the confidence comes from. I mean and, and all of the other people. I mean um ov- obviously when you met me, I was in a relationship with um Priscilla, and I think when you're with somebody who also, like, just like, has full faith in who you are and what you do. Like, you just feel, you just feel that confidence. Like, you know, the people that you, who care about you most are like, yeah, you've got this. Mm. Was that?
0: Um, wow, well, I have like two big questions just popped into my head. I'm going to see how I can yeah. ask them both. So, was that something in your relationship? that was a big part of it? Of it? Was it um, having someone who believed in your vision and your dream and your ability, what did it play a big part in the overall health of your relationship, do you think?
1: Um, that's, a, that's a really fascinating question. Uh, I think the health of the relationship was definitely rooted in a mutual respect mm-hmm. um a respect for vision and capacity to see that vision through um, mm-hmm. or belief in the ability to see that vision through um and and i think i think in any relationship that's what you really have to look for some like, and that goes back to you know, outside of relationships with significant others, just community with in your general. friends and community. If 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 your friends, if you look around, like I've had so many incredible conversations with people over the like, you know, over the last few years, but also just over the last few weeks, you included, of like, yo, if you're surrounded by people who see you, who see, and, and and them seeing you is not contingent on you seeing them. But also there's an acknowledgement that you do see them as well. That's it. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I see you. I right, you see me. We see each other. You need you need help? Oh, you need that. that. That's that is the foundations for confidence. Um Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've um I listened
0: to some other podcasting, some other podcasts, and I had some conversations and And within my own life, I'm starting to ask myself, what is it that I need from community? What is it that I need from friendship? What is it that I bring to friendship? Yeah. Um, And um, one way that I've kind of gotten down to that is asking myself the question, okay, well, would I be my own friend? If I was me, if I was someone else, would I want to befriend me? Mm. and um, I've had some interesting answers with myself, but I want to ask you, yeah. like, like, would you want to be your own friend? Why or why not?
1: That's such a great, that's such a great question, man. That's like, that's a whole podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> would you want to be your own friend? Why or yeah. why not? Whoa, okay, let me go and get a mirror, and mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be it no that's um again it, it's really interesting how conversations happen that follow on from other conversations um this is i had a i had a really long conversation with one of my best friends um who i don't think you met but you should have but anyway one of my best friends from from college um cameron he and I had a really long conversation. We hadn't spoken for about five months um, and we spoke on the phone for like four hours. and, and, And we spoke about a lot of things, but one of the things that came up was like, he said to me, you know, one of the reasons people love you as much as they do is because you are so much who you are, but also you have the capacity to be quite extractive because you are so who you are. Mm. And, and he said extractive in a sense, and it's something that I've acknowledged also in myself, that like when you have a very particular vision of what you're doing, it's either like therefore the people around you and can, they're important, but also like they fit within whatever it is that you're doing. And when they don't, they don't, you know what I mean? And so that can, that can sometimes be quite difficult for friendships because you're moving and you're not even realizing who you're dropping or picking up as, as, as you move. Mm-hmm. And so I think if I were to kind of think about that, um, is like why I would want to be my friend is because I think when I'm with you, when I'm in space with people, I'm here. I'm present. I am 100%. Don't have my phone out. You know what I mean. Like we we we're here. We'll, we'll go deep, and and I will be with you. I think. I also acknowledge the fact that what that means is, if you are not with me, if you are not in space with me, it can mean it can be it can very much mean that you're out of space, and that's not because I don't love you, or, or you're not important, but it's because because I am so rooted in place where I am, it can be very easy not to like reach out and check in and be present outside of that space right and so that those are the two things i would the the, the kind of two sides um of, of of it i mean there's lots more to answer but that's where i'll start
0: yeah no i think there's i think there's a very honest assessment um i think when i answered I said, first, yes, I would be friends with me, because mm. I will, and I'm not, not in any kind of like cocky way, but I know for a fact that I'm like one of a kind, and like in terms of like energetically, I just give off something. I give off something, but I am a work in progress, and it is taking it is taking me a lifetime to learn to balance these energies to where I don't. burn other people by mistake. Mm. And then I also, it takes me a long time to realize when stuff is not for me because Mm -hmm. I've come from such a background of, or I I come from a mindset of scarcity. So me not knowing where my next great friend will come from or where my Mm -hmm. next great experience might come from makes me wanna harbor everything including resentments. So mm. I think that's one thing that you've taught me is that you really just can't take things as personal as they are, because they're rarely personal. And give people the freedom to be who they are. And if, they, and if that works for what it is that you have and what it is that you're doing, then great. If not, honor that and let things, I mean, you know, just move around. And it's okay to like, it's okay to have friends who live on the other side of the ocean that you consider your best friends that aren't right up the street from you that you can go and play basketball with, you know? Um, So yeah, I think that's, I'm gonna kind of go back a little bit towards art just a little bit. Um, How do you find your, where do you place your identity within your art? Do you find that you're more of a conduit for the art to pass through and then to be presented? Or is a large part of your identity rooted in the fact that you can create art? Because you're an amazing poet. That's how I met you. Um, And and photographer and all those things. But I'm I'm curious, to what extent are you an artist? I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, right, 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 right. Um. I think that's a work in progress in the sense that like I don't have a I don't have a great answer for that. i would be I'd be really interested to see what 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 your answer is to that. I think about you or about me? About yourself. Yeah, yeah about like do you mm. like how how much of it is of your identity is wrapped up in you the artist versus like that is just something you do, right? As much as every person
0: is a creation and therefore creative is how much I consider myself an artist. I feel like we are all works of art. So therefore I am intuitively artistic, mm.
1: Mm.
0: but in the grand in the scheme of how we as a society might view an artist, like, Oh, well, you're always, you always got your hand in some paint and you're always got your, your hand on a notebook. You're always, and my mind doesn't, doesn't necessarily work in terms of, I need to hold on to this little piece of something, this little piece of conversation so that I can be inspired later on to write this. And I don't do that. I don't check in like that. I'm much more interested in watching the flow of life and like seeing how everything narrates itself, the ebbs and the flows of people's lives and the comings and the goings. And I'm, and I'm, I'm very curious about the big questions of why and how and when and where. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then because of that, because of my love of singing, you know, whatever, it, it filters out that way. Yeah. But yeah. If, I could, if I could get the same feeling by laying roads, I'd be laying roads. Mm-hmm. If, I could, if I knew mm-hmm. how to garden, if I knew how to keep things alive, God, I would have a garden. I finally got this plant. This is so, like, not the point. But my friend Adrian gave me two of these plants. Uh-huh. And another little plant before she moved back to L.A. And I've been keeping these holes
1: alive. And you alive, aren't you? Yes, you are. You speaking to that? Hey, look, if you can keep that alive, keep, you, can, you can keep building. You can get yourself that garden,
0: man. I mean, look, and this kind of leads me to my next question. What is what would success look like to you? Not in a momentary thing, but like when will you feel successful yourself? And I say that real quick, the reason I ask that, because we're talking yeah. about a garden Yeah. and in my mind, my goal, my dream is to have my own farm one day, to have a private little, like a farmland, but then also have a garden that I just go to every day and tend it a country house mm. and I want enough land to throw festivals in the summer and to just have like and just to like have people come and just chill and hang out for like a month at a time and then in the winter everybody has to go the fuck home. I don't care who you are.
1: I will I will be there. I yeah right be there. That's that's some Lenny Kravitz shit right there. I mean I don't know about the festival but you saw that the video of Lenny Kravitz showing is that cribs I don't know amazing homes artists amazing homes but where Lenny Kravitz shows you around his um, his ranch in Brazil.
0: Oh, see, that sounds like yeah, that. sounds like where I want to be.
1: Literally, I was like, oh, yeah, that. So when you that. if you haven't seen that, you should watch that because goals.
0: And see the reason the, and the thing is, shout out to Lenny. But the reason I know that's my vision and my goal is because like that shit was born within me and I've never seen it. I just mm-hmm. know well, I, I experienced it when I was living in Chattanooga. I went to a, a festival, it was like a four-day festival, and it was on these people's farm. Yeah. And I have never had more fun. Like it was just yeah. like people were talking and playing guitar and instruments all during the day. And then at night it was just like these these stages and people would just played and like there was these huge hills where the moon sat right up right upon the top of the hill. And it was just just like this magical place and I was like one day I'll have roads and that are lit by lanterns and like it would just feel really like magical like I want a I want a magical uh, space and I'm going to get that so like and that'll feel like success to me when I can like have that and maintain that and live there and nurture that and I think with age and wisdom comes the, the understanding that in order to have that, there's money trees planted all around that. And like, I'm, I'm getting money without even trying to get money. So, you know what I mean? Like in order to sustain stuff like that, right, right, what, right.
1: So then you can focus on that as opposed yes. to getting the money. Yeah.
0: Yes. So it looks like being able to focus on the things that I love. Cause right now I can't, as much as I love, as much as I make time to focus on the things that I love yeah it's really still hard to focus on those things because I'm always worried about the next thing and outdoing myself here I just want to be at a place where I don't have to prove myself or any of that shit I want to be free of all that
1: yeah yeah I mean that sounds pretty beautiful I mean I don't Obviously, success should, is is a different fit for everybody, but that sounds to me like that is just that's just a very good definition of success. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm there, bro. Like, if that if that's success, yeah, I, I'll take that. I'll take that with with a uh, with a mimosa and or even not just with some orange juice that is from the land that I from live. On, you know yeah. what I mean, and yeah. and, a, and a spliff that's from the land that I live on. You, you know what I mean? for sure come on come on so so i think i i feel very similarly i i think if i were to like super personalize it i think living in a house that i have built Mm. uh, and you know i i understand that that's no easy feat to accomplish but but why not why not kind of set one sight on that you know like okay i want to i want to build a house and then you have to ask all the questions of like how does one arrive at that place? Where does one need to be to be able to have to learn to do that? What skills does one need to accrue in order to get to the point where you can design your own house? And what financial position do you have to be in? I think also the interesting thing about finance is if you say, I want to build my own house, in your head, you're like, damn, I need a lot of money for that. When the reality is you can probably figure out a way to do that without being like super, super rich. That just right. has to be a focus. You know, it's like, okay, that's what I want to do.
0: Yeah. Um, you could be working at Denny's for 30 years and save enough money to buy a plot.
1: Yeah, if that's all you really want to do, if, if that's your goal, you know. If that's your goal, and obviously for me, that's that's not the only goal. The goal is to be able to live in. So, I think of my art as a conduit for change. I hope, but I also think of my art as a location for me to inhabit Mm. uh, as a place for me to be able to be free within you know Uh, and so if that's how I see my art psychically then why not kind of translate that into something physical okay that's how I imagine my art then also why can't my art literally be that physical space that I live in boom you know and so then that creates the very structure for me to get to the place where I'm like, I need to build the place that I will live in because that is an extension of exactly what it is that I'm doing with, with the other things that I construct. It's
0: dope. Yeah. So dope, man. Yeah. I think, um, I think as far as well-abled people, I think we have the, I think we have what we need in order to reach those goals.
1: Yeah. I'm with you, but definitely, definitely, I I think we do. I mean, work and focus and dedication and integrity always, right? Always have to be centered, Um, but why not? So I do this
0: little section on the show called Words of Wisdom. And basically um, it can be a mantra that you live by it can be words that you've heard. It can be advice that you would give to somebody who wants to be an artist or a person or or whatever. Just um, anything that you feel is
1: worth imparting upon somebody. I think kind of coming back to where we started, right? With, with these pieces that I've been doing every day. Um, let go of the need for everything to be um, exactly what you think it needs to be, and mm. and leaning into a process of of play, of experimentation, and and of um, just just making stuff, um, right? You know, just I, I, yeah, it doesn't feel very wise, but just make shit, bro. Mm, that's, that's- <laughs> Because um, I told you when
0: we got on, I was like, yeah, I'm just feeling really anxious about this and about that. And when I step into the space psychically, as you said, to create, if I'm doing it from the intention of just creating something, because I like to create, a lot of those tensions and anxieties melt away instantly because I'm, my, my mind and my heart are open to creation. There's not a lot of space in there for me to work. Like now, if I go in there, and I'm worried about all oh, this single got to be done before this week. This single got, you know, this artwork da da Then like, yeah, but I don't create. I don't create good shit when I do that anyway.
1: Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't create good shit to myself when I do that.
1: But yeah, but it will. It probably won't be bad, but it's not the stuff that you're like. I love this.
0: Right. Yeah. For I mean, for sure. Like. I've definitely made things and I, oof, that's a whole different topic, but I d- I've gone back and listened to stuff that I've made and I'm like, not, not only that I made, but that I put out and was promoting and I'm just like, that wasn't it. Yeah. And then there's stuff that I'm super proud of that I put out that nobody heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you take the good with the bad and, um, from all of it, I've grown. And when I'm having days like today, I always try to remember this, A, this too shall pass, and B, the part of me that is experiencing this right now, Mm -hmm. knows this, Mm -hmm. like has, I I only got to this place, to this type of day because I was prepared for it. On some level. Sadness, joy, happiness, death, all of it. There, I was built for it. I was made for it. So all I, my only thing then is just to settle into it and to be mm-hmm. present with whatever it is that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And, when, if I can, and if I can do that, then I'm successful in this day. Mm-hmm. I'm successful in this day because I'm not running from my emotions. I do want to eat a whole box of Oreos, but
1: well, still, i feel like... <laughs> Bro, you know me and Sugar, child. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Well, don't leave the cookies around this boy. This I get down, bro. <laughs> I get down. I've been cutting it. I've been trying
0: to cut it back to like having a brownie or a cookie a day. And you can do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it, you but then you just buy them one at a time, or you you have yeah. like a box. Okay, no, I was going no no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. There's no leaving a yeah. box of brownies in my crib. That no, I just had like ten thousand dollars worth of fucking dentistry work of what on, on my teeth
1: oh you te- okay I, I thought I, I lost you that I thought you said I just had ten thousand dollars worth of like Guinness something and I was like what no you had ten thousand dollars worth of dentistry work
0: dentistry and that's because oh. of the because of the years of the sugar so that's what that's my wisdom for this week please take care of your fucking teeth be present with your emotions and all that fun shit make some shit but please brush your mother fucking for your sake and everybody else's brush your teeth
1: brush your teeth brush your teeth and and drink less fizzy drinks yes vegetables
0: eat greens drink water and nothing good protein
1: yeah drink more water as mick jenkins would say Ro, i love you i love you too thank you so much for
0: coming on to this my wonderful podcast my wildly successful podcast
1: it is it you know what though it is wildly successful in as much as and, and and i mean this you know obviously i've known you like we say over the last five years and just what I love about you is you'll say you're going to do something. And more times you will do it. Yeah. I'm getting
0: a lot. I mean, I, it was, when I say I'm going to do something, my intention is to always to do it. I always see the vision and then something will come along. Nine times out of 10, like a piece of fear will come along and I'll be like, I need to sit down. or I'll say, let me sit down for a moment. And then I'll just yeah. stay sitting down until something yeah. else excites me. And then I'll jump back up and run towards that. And then so now lately it's just before I even before I even say I'm going to do it, I'll see the whole thing and I'll make a plan. I'm like, okay, I want to stick through this no matter what. For instance, like getting back in shape. I was like, I got to do this, you know, so I started making the changes and I'm looking mm-hmm. pretty good, bro. I'm feeling pretty good.
1: You're Feeling good.
0: Good. Feeling good. I mean yeah. my trainer, she kicks my ass, but it's part of it.
1: That's part of it. I, I've been doing yoga every day for two months. Oof. It's longer than two months, nearly three months. And I just yeah, you have. I wanna I wanna shout out my yoga teacher Demi. She's an incredible artist, uh, Dope. A beautiful human being, um, and also a very good yoga teacher. And she has um yeah, she's been great. She's been great. I mean she's she's also a, a great friend, but like She's been holding me to it, and yeah, I've been, I've been consistent, man, and I'm loving it, and my body feels, I feel very centered, and I, like, I want to be one of those people that walk into a room and you look at them and you're like, yo, that person does yoga. That's, that's like, I want that. I want that for myself.
0: Well, you're 6'2", so people are going to walk notice you when you walk in regardless, but hopefully now they'll also add the yoga thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, see, because even now, like I, you know, I need to be, I need. See, I, I feel like, yeah, posture. You get me,
0: <laughs> brother. I love you, and I will. T- I'm so glad you came on, and I'll see you soon.
1: Love you too, man. Blessed,
0: blessed. Right now, I'm right here. Right now, I'm right here. You've been listening to Right Now, Right Here with Apollo Mighty. I'd like to thank you, my guest, and my sponsors for making this possible. If you have any questions or suggestions for guests or topics, send an email to Apollo at ApolloMighty.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. I'll see you next week for another episode of Right Now, Right Here. I want to put it all, away, all the bullshit. This is the part that I hate the most. I really want to go, but I'm staying right here.